It's time for the Sick, Tired, and Transcendent Podcast. But I'm tired of being tired of being tired. With Jasmine and Crystal. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Sick, Tired, Transcendent Podcast. My name is Jasmine. I am the founder and chief executive officer of the Pivotal Paradigm Project. Hey, and I'm Crystal, the co-founder and chief operating officer. And the Pivotal Paradigm Project is a full-service diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting firm. We made this podcast as a companion to our consulting business, but it's also a chance for us to share a more authentic version of ourselves, completely separate from our professional side that we show when facilitating for clients, or when we're working our regular jobs for the white man. Time for the white man. <laughs> and like, honestly, we thought it was time for just more thought leadership in this country. I feel like everybody needs to hear from regular people like us who are equity practitioners and just working everyday jobs and now running our own business. So I'm super excited for this episode and to jump in. The first thing we want to talk about, I know y'all got those text messages a couple of weeks ago asking if you're okay, if you're black. Or you may you may be one of the people who send out some text messages. Now that everything has died down, how are people actually showing up? Are the advocates actually still advocating or <laughs> has that gone? I, can, I know I can say for me, about half of the people on my timeline are still advocating and half of the people are just not posting that anything at all and they just went over to a swimsuit picture to be honest (laughs) for me i have like two white friends that (laughs) still post every day about like brianna taylor or inequities in this country but you know they post in between pics of their kids or cute surveys but i'm not gonna lie like i do that too but i'm also noticing more of the people who never posted from the beginning like i actually like hmm, i never hear anything from you but at the same time, you posting about a party or posting about finally going out to a restaurant. So I will actually go look back through their page and be like, oh, okay. So I'm thinking like some of those people are scared to be challenged. Like they have family members or other people on their pages that are just going to argue with them, which I get. But I mean, I don't really have that option. And maybe others just have enough privilege to ignore everything that's going on. And they just move on to their COVID lace, get togethers and pool parties somewhere. <laughs> I mean, the uh, COVID alphabet soup in the pool. Because <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I know for me, like, some people went silent. Um, they use their privilege just as a way to opt out of, like, critical change in this country. And it's it's unfortunate. And I've been thinking a lot about legacy building, like, while we're at home. So, like, what am I going to tell my kids I was there in 2020? Am I going to say, oh, yeah, I went to the pool and I got COVID and I survived? Or, you know, maybe you don't get to have kids if you went to the pool and you got COVID. Or maybe you just don't have a life because you went to the pool and you got COVID. <laughs> maybe that's your legacy. Your legacy is cut short. I mean, honestly, all of us have a platform. I feel like in my, for me, it's a very small platform, but it's a responsibility in the way that we use our platform and like not opting out is a part of that. Right. I actually already have kids that I need to be a model for right now. So yeah, well, they're probably my kids. So that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this is the perfect segue to this article that we read by Damon Young called, yeah, let's not talk about race unless you pay me. 
So in this short article, it's about a three to five minute read and we'll link it in the show notes. Damon talks about being black and basically being forced to engage in conversations with mostly well-intentioned folks, mainly white people, about race and all the traumatic things going on in the country right now. Like it isn't the same stuff that we've been going through for the past 400 plus years. And even if we wanted to get a little closer, we've been still fighting this fight since the 60s. So, yeah, we're going to read a piece of the article where Mr. Young describes a conversation with a random white neighbor. This is his name for it is random white neighbor while he was out taking a walk, trying to mentally escape mind his own damn business. So I'm going to play the writer, Damon Young, and Jazz will play the random white neighbor. Hey y'all, I'm gonna try this voice. Bear with me. <laughs> hey, I really liked your book. Thanks. I was thinking about everything happening in this country. Um, I'm thinking of things I'd rather do than have this conversation. And we we've come so far, but we have so much farther to go. Like eating microwaved lettuce. And if you ever want to sit and talk about what white people can do, or bungee jumping with dental floss. Maybe when everything settles, we can get coffee and talk about racism. Uh, thanks, but my post-COVID schedule is booked till 2024. But I'll let you know. Oh, Black Lives Matter. (laughs) All right, and scene. So, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) I I got so excited with the Black Lives Matter. You really did. (laughs) (laughs) But so how do you feel about this interaction? (sighs) Literally, so I feel like I'm in a similar situation with Damon. So when we went into quarantine, I started to like pick up my health regimen. Well, a little bit before quarantine, but it really picked up as we've been at home. And literally, as soon as I step foot out of my door, I put my AirPods in. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And I think I don't want to engage with people. I don't... (sighs) I'm getting to a place like I will say shortly after George Floyd's murder, I got to a place where I was, and you know this because of the spaces that we work in, I was not in a space where I could reflect um, with non-Black people and sometimes non-people of color. If you were asking me to talk with white people about race, I just was not there. And I was allowing myself permission to do that and feel that. And I think that's happening to a lot of people in the workplace right now. A lot of these organizations, companies, schools (laughs) are asking us to engage in dialogue with people who don't share affinity with us. And quite frankly, I think you should allow yourselves permission to like not operate in that space or turn that down or to be silent if you are not in that space because it's not in our job description. Well, actually, it is in our job descriptions, but I get where you're going with it. I mean... Like you said in the article, there is nothing valuable about the exchange for us at all, actually. If you want to talk about it, we should be compensated for it, specifically Black people, Black women pay us what we are due. For me, it's a labor of love. So this morning, I was sitting out on my balcony. That's my only place of solace, really, because like I said, I don't want to go outside. And I was clarifying down business ideas that kept coming back to me. And two questions that I kept coming back to is, is this authentic to me? And does it promote healing for me or my people? And I'm saying that because I know that I am choosing to do this work, 
But that does not mean that it happens unprovoked and it is certainly not free. So for me, even though I know this is what we do for work, even before the Pivotal Paradigm Project, but don't normal people want to log off every day after work? (laughs) Now, imagine if that work of reliving trauma every day 24-7, and you have no escape. Every day in the news, another Black person is getting killed by the cops whose job is supposedly to actually serve and protect us while we're just minding our Black-ass business, taking a walk or sleeping in our beds. Or, you know, in this, like, with having kids, this is kind of hurting me a lot. But, like, kids in ICE custody, um, they're dying. Or you see an article where they're being molested, probably even raped, and all they wanted was a better life with their families. Or I keep seeing everywhere these hoes out here refusing to wear masks to protect the other people who also reside on this planet. Yeah, let's talk about these people not wearing no damn masks. It's deeply disturbing (laughs) to exit out of your door. I know here, like I live in New York State, so it is by law a requirement to have on a mask if you are in a public space. But yet sometimes I see there is where people are not enforcing it and people kind of slide under the radar and not wearing their mask. And my brother always tells me that I have a strong will to survive. So I don't want to be around anyone not wearing masks, period. I'm still trying to find where common sense comes into play with the people that don't wear their mask. I hear there are arguments for it. For me, in my logical brain, it's not sitting well. Just put your mask on. Stop arguing with these folks at these grocery stores about putting your mask on. They're just trying to do their job. Right. (laughs) Like, construction workers wear them N95s all day for, like, over 12 hours a day. Doctors and stuff wear the mask, the same mask that a lot of people are wearing out here. I don't think that they are suffering from carbon dioxide poisoning, so why would you? I, I, I I don't get it. I've seen some, like, even recently, I don't know, I think I sent you the video. This lady cut open a mask and was like, this is the 5G. (laughs) (laughs) This is the 5G wire. Y'all, please stop this and put your mask on. People are literally dying. Like, please stop talking about 5G and just put your mask on. Right. People are so worried about what the government doing, but the government got your whole name. They gave you a literal number to identify you with your social security number and everything. They track your bank accounts. How do you think you pay taxes? But like, you the get it. already got you, boo. You can't <laughs> run. You cannot run. You literally getting on your phone to record a video, your phone right. to your record phone. a video, and then texting other people. On your phone that gets cellular transmission about 5G data. Like, come on, let's let's make it make sense. I just, I think (laughs) there are a lot of logical gaps happening right now. But to go back to the article, (laughs) the mask is really bothering me. He talks about two different types of white people in the article. There are the people that are doing the absolute least, literally the minimum, just will not put on a mask. And it's a whole ass pandemic out here. Right. But he also talks about the people that do the absolute most. Like, you know, the people that are usually well-intentioned, but they're actually still on my damn nerves. These are the people who bend over backwards to give us goods and services like, oh, let me walk your dog. Oh, let me brush your hair. Oh, your kids are so cute, blah, blah, blah. But then at the same time, they try to force us into these conversations about race and how our experiences play out with it. 
So, like, for example, you know, I'm at the grocery store minding my business, trying to do mental math, figuring out the best deal on some beans, while my kids are pushing carts into each other, <laughs> running around screaming, and the damn baby's crying. Then all of a sudden, a random white person will come down the aisle yelling out Black Lives Matter. Uh, yeah, I know. Thank you. Well, they keep going. They go on and they ask me about my whole life story and how it was growing up in poverty and being on welfare and all that, like, y'all. I grew up in an old middle class household. <laughs> my mother is a registered nurse, and my dad was an operating room technician before he retired. Ho, I grew up in the suburbs. But either way, on a normal day, I don't like to talk to strangers. So why are y'all pressing me now? Yeah, it's actually quite wild. I mean, it's not even just people, too. It's companies as well. These companies are also doing the absolute least. Some of them are not acknowledging the parallel pandemic happening right now in America. Like, their employees have not gotten one email saying, we give a fuck about you as Black people, and they're still showing up to work. And I think... They don't think that's admirable. I'm like, y'all still going to work. And then on the inverse of the scale, it's people, like, doing the most, waving the Black Lives Matter flag across their website. Right. After George Floyd's murder, I think I actually took a few days just to, like, rest and reflect. I... I know it's happened before, and this is something that we faced before, but it should not be norm to the fact that we keep on seeing Black trauma in media over and over. And the only way that we get some semblance or thought around justice is if it's captured on film. And if it's not, then they act like it didn't happen. And if it is, the probability is still against us. They still act like it didn't happen when it was on camera. So I know. I mean, they they literally sat up there and played in our face and said that it was hypertension, like the um, state corner. But yeah, back to the companies, because see, I'll be all day talking about these folks. (laughs) (laughs) I just think my ask for companies is that they walk the walk that they're saying and make these spaces where Black, Indigenous, or people of color are feeling comfortable and not make themselves be accountable to people out of fear Or, if you really want to be honest, the workplace trauma that these people have already went through surfacing, their stories surfacing, or hopping on bandwagons. Yeah. But if you're talking about actual surfacing, just to, like, add in one other thing that I thought of, I don't know if you've been following, like, there are so many Black at or Black in or people of color at or people of color in, and these companies are being exposed for the way that they are actually treating people and i think it's time for them to have a reckoning yeah because even the companies that are supposed to be doing this work or that have always had a reputation for taking care of their employees or having inclusive spaces we're finding out that they really wasn't walking the walk yeah some of them are even black like the essence i was really shocked by that article but Speaking of workplace trauma, I'm glad we got there. (laughs) The article by Damon Young mentions something called scars that happen every day 
a scar is a serious conversation about racism that happens, usually unprovoked. So if you have an incident where you have been scarred, you can write to us at sick.tired.transcendent at gmail.com and we will address your letter in an upcoming episode. We will make sure that the email is also in the show notes as well. So to close out this episode, let's talk about what keeps us transcending. Yes, girl. Okay, so... <laughs> For me, I am a new plant mom this year. I finally like stopped killing my house plants. So <laughs> I've been, <laughs> been doing some patio gardening. Each time I see my bell peppers hanging, I'm excited. Not only because I actually cultivated that, but because bell peppers high as hell. I have a few <laughs> vegetables coming in and I'm like so excited about that. Even though I am still renting right now, it gives me a chance to like practice for when I can be sustainable when I get my own home. You have to go off the grid? I'm not going off nobody's grid. <laughs> I will be on the grid with, with the 5G. <laughs> I'm not going on nobody's grid. I told my brother, I'm not doing no bug out vehicle. I'm going to be on the grid, okay? <laughs> Keep up with me. If y'all don't hear from me, let me know. <laughs> Something is wrong. <laughs> right. But yeah, outside of the gardening, what else is keeping me transcendent is that I'm doing a socially distant picnic with friends on Sunday. One of my friends here, her husband is a chef and he asks us if we have food allergies. So that means he may be preparing all of the things and I'm getting super excited about that. Yeah. And I think lastly, like just, it's giving me a lot of energy to think about new business ideas that center around black women, black people generally, or indigenous people and people of color. That's just like something that I haven't been given the space to always do in my work. For me, I'm going to say I'm excited that we just finished our first pod episode. Yay! And I'm also, I'm really just excited to log off for the weekend before I had to go back to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but really, I'm enjoying having time home with my kids, even though it's crazy out here. Normally, working in this capitalist society, I would not have the same opportunities to spend with my kids and see them all the time. Like, even just that time getting ready in the morning and then commuting takes up so much time that I could be here with them. And then also my husband, um, he's been working from home all this week and he will be next week. So we get to spend more time together too. I've been enjoying taking care of our house, even though I just had to come out of pocket, mad money to replace those water heater. And actually, I'm also a new plant mom. I've been filling up our house with house plants like I know what I'm doing. But <laughs> I mean, I've been I think I've been doing pretty good. I'm hoping that I'll keep them alive. They all got their little name tags and everything. Uh-huh. My father-in-law asked me today, why did I name all my plants? Like, what was wrong with me? And I said, I can't be having strangers in my house. Like, what you thought? I did see something that said, like, um, having house plants for us as Black people is very ancestral for us. So maybe it's true. I think it feels grounding. Also, like, I've been putting plants, even though I'm kind of lazy, so I mostly take care of the plants downstairs, but I've been putting, like, easy-to-take-care plants upstairs in our bedrooms so that we can breathe easier, and I help the plants out, and they help us out, so that's been cool. 
I think the most important part of us, like, sharing, like, what keeps us transcending, like, we all are going through this world that does not love us, is not checking for us, and we all are very sick, and we all are very tired, but we're just keeping grounded in, like, what keeps us transcending, even though, like, this is the world that we live in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's very heavy, and to have something, like, grounding that keeps you, like, it's like what I would hope we end off with on this podcast yeah all right so you can (laughs) i'm gonna wrap us up you can find us online in several places let me roll my beautiful like a million places literally we're all follow all of them (laughs) yeah these all will be in the show notes too (laughs) you can find us at www.pivotalparadigmproject.org we are on facebook and instagram as pivotal paradigm project we're on Twitter as Pivotal Paradigm, and you can email us at team at pivotalparadigmproject.org. Like I said, it's a lot of places. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as sick.tired.transcendent. We're on Twitter as sicktiredpod. You can email us at sick.tired.transcendent at gmail.com. And for the podcast, please comment, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget... Or maybe you didn't even know, but it's by POC, which stands for Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Mental Health Awareness Month. So we'd love um, for you to write to us at sick.tired.transcendent, T-R-A-N-S-C-E-N-D-E-N-T, at gmail.com. If you have an incident that you want to share where you've been scarred, like in the article, or forced into a serious conversation about race. We might share your story on an upcoming episode. Okay, we won't tell all your business. Okay, well, we will tell your business. But we won't associate you with your business when we tell it. We will make right. sure you are not at liability. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been really great. I'm excited for everyone to engage with this podcast. It's been good, y'all. Be easy. <laughs> Peace. Peace.